Welcome to Eminem's podcast. This is Daniel. And this is Tyler. Where we talk about anything and everything with an open mind. And today's topic, we're going to be talking about money and the best way to manage it. All right. <laughs> money. What a <laughs> what a broad statement. Um, money is definitely a tool. <laughs> Everyone runs around chasing it their whole life, and very few know how to actually work with it. Yeah. Um, in my eyes, there are three types of people one lives now they make money and they go spend it on what they like and have fun type number two whatever they make they save it they save it save it save it save it save it so eventually one day they could have fun and or have, have a lot of money to have fun and type number three does a little bit of both. They save, you know, they're, they're uh, smart with their money, but they also know how to spend the money in the way that it it grows them as a person. Right. I love that. Wow. That was really well said. <laughs> yeah. I think that really does characterize them into three perfect groups. I don't really think there's another group <laughs> out there that's, that's outside of that. That's really the three groups. And, um, yeah, you know, there's there's lots of people who think, hey, you know, I'm going to die one day. You know, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow, right? I've got some money. You know, I could be having fun right now. What's the point of saving it when I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring me? Yeah. So there's that mindset, mm-hmm. right? And you got the mindset of, okay, well, you know, um, I could I could go out and have fun with my friends and, and do this and that. But, you know, one day yeah, something may happen. You know, I need this money for a rainy day. You know, it's better to have it later when i need it versus you know maybe not so much right now i could i could afford to not have a a night out right and those people who who want to invest it right or put it to to uh a better use and grow it right and then there's those people who you know think hey you know what uh let me let me keep it around you know I'll, i'll i'll buy the things that i want and that i need you know but i'll also have enough money left aside to protect myself in the long run yeah yeah absolutely great breakdown so let me ask you, which do you think is the correct way to go about it? Oh, man, that's tough. That's going to vary from each person, of course. But I personally would character myself into group three where um, you have money and you, you know, save a little bit of it here, invest a little bit of here and, and have enough to have fun with it and, and buy the things that you want nor or that you need. Right. Um, and I think when uh, I say invest, I think a lot of people, they're going to jump straight into stock market or whatever and i don't mean just the stock market of course it's a it's a good alternative to put your money in of course and grow it but i'm saying investing in yourself in your in your own person in your dreams and and expanding those dreams and and fueling those dreams to one day hopefully turn that dream into a form of money and create an asset you know turn your dream into an asset and and generate income from that dream and i think that that's a great way to go at it and a great way to use your money and a great way to manage it and go about yeah and i i totally totally agree with you uh, i've always been the saver type however I, when it comes to growing myself again um, investing in myself i will spend the money and that i i have no problem doing that so again no matter what group type you 
you would consider yourself, none of them is wrong. Because once again, everyone has a choice of how they want to live their life. Um, but I don't know, from, from a logical standpoint, I, I, I had trouble seeing why someone would just spend, 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 spend all the money they have. And then, you know, if so- something comes up, you're, you're screwed. Like, as you said, I gave a scenario. There's a concert. Bob really wants to go to the concert. <laughs> he only has $100 just to make it to the concert, but nothing else. And he goes. He calls out of work and goes. Now, from our standpoint, why would you do that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Save that. Eventually, later on, you could do it. But that concert, he'll never be able to attend He's 20 years old. He'll never be able to go to that concert 20 years old with the same energy that he has now. Totally understandable. But again, it falls back into how you want to live your life because if he's willing to take the hit now just to be able to experience that, uh, experience that event almost in in that time frame in the way he w- he would like it, you know, live life like you say, Put, not responsibility, but put uh, put the rainy days in the back seat and just full throttle through life. You know, it could be a fun one. It can. <laughs> but I just have a hard time seeing as to how that's feasible. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I used to think, um, again, logically, you've got to save your money, right? You've got to have it for a rainy day because – them, them rainy days are coming, you know, mm-hmm. but um, there, there, there are times where I'm like, man, you know, I really want this or I really want to do that. But, you know, you know I don't want to spend the money on it because, you know, that's a lot of money to spend. Right. I'd rather have it for for and then I'll stop myself for what. Right. You can't predict when a rainy day is going to come. OK, so. Be smart with your money, manage it well, go do the things you want to do. Right. Have fun, live your life because you're never going to be this age again you're never going to be this age again this day is never going to come again enjoy this day while you can but be smart enough to manage your money and have some left like you said in the back seat and just go and live and and do the things you want to do because you have the opportunity to go have fun and have a good time while having enough money for something to happen that you can afford to fix great right because now you had the best of both worlds. Now you had a great time, and you got enough money for oh, my, I have a flat tire. Oh, well, I got enough money to fix that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and um, I think that sometimes people kind of get stuck in between saving and spending it all. Not so much as both, because a lot of people will be like, okay, well, I'm gonna go out and just and just have fun, have a great time. I don't really care about the money, right? And they'll have a great time. Then you gotta ask them, you know, years down the road, was it worth it? Right? Was that night? worth the amount of you know the x dollars that you spent so you're like "Ah, no because the next day my car broke down (laughs) and some people be like yeah because i met the love of my life that night yeah Mm -hmm. or i had the best time ever so it's really tough to to you know say what the right idea is but you know i I think at the end of the day uh you know what's the right decision and you're gonna make the decision you're gonna make and you're just going to have to roll with, with whatever whatever you end up doing, you know, and just deal with the deck you've been given. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, there is that nice fine median, you know, best of both worlds. Uh, 
as you said, living full throttle, you know, spending, doing everything now, 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 now. You, w- you won't be ready for the rainy days. And then on the other spectrum, you can't be too frugal. You know, you, you can't live life that way. And eventually when you do, okay, now I have enough money, whatever that is. You may not have the energy at the time, maybe too old or disinterested yeah. and don't have hobbies or anything you could put it into. So that the nice median, being logical with your money, and as well as being able to know when to spend it and live life is important. Yeah, and, and I think that at least a lot of people that I, I know and, and that I'm around do live on that fine medium, you know, and they do they do a little bit of uh, the best of both worlds. But it is it is tempting when you're like, man, I could I could really be living it up right now. You know, I could go be in Europe right now mm-hmm. and just having a great time. But, you know, uh, and, I, and I think that forces a lot of people to be like, okay, well, then get a good job. You have to get a good job, you know. And that's a whole other thing. You know, you get a good job and it's like I'm slaving away. I'm, I'm working my tail off and I'm making all this money, but now I don't have any time to go do the things I want to do. Right. So, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a tough bullet to bite no matter what way you look at it. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I just, I just think, you know, you know what the best decision is and, and deep down you know, hey, if I, if I go to this concert, I may not be able to pay the electric bill tomorrow. So what's it worth? Am I am I gonna pay that electric bill, or am I gonna go to that concert? You know, and uh, whatever decision you make is 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 up to you, and whatever happens, you know, it's just up to you to bounce back from it. Definitely. Now diving into the logistics of actually managing the money, there are several ways and several ways to manage your money. Put put money here, put money there, grow money here, make mm-hmm. money there. It's, so many ways, um, but a very fundamental and easy path to follow. Um, I don't know n- exactly who s- um, came up with it or put it out there, but it is very popular. It's known as the 50-30-20 rule. So 50-30-20, fi- um, a breakdown of it would be 50% of your monthly income um, goes towards your needs. Thirty percent of your monthly income goes towards your wants, and twenty percent goes towards savings. Okay, yeah, I like that. Okay, so fifty percent to your needs, thirty percent for your wants, twenty percent for savings or investment, mm-hmm. whatever. So if you're living at home with your parents, um, that fifty percent for your needs, you're p- typically probably not going to need all fifty percent of that, right? Typically, there are scenarios, but of course, uh, for those who don't have to pay bills and don't really have much um, that they have to pay, um, that's great because you'll have enough money to to pay your needs and everything. And you'll also be able to pocket some money and and put that aside to either your wants or or savings or whatever, right? 30% for your wants. Okay. So that's that's pretty high for once, I feel like. Yeah, but... it gives that nice balance again, once again. So you're not sh- strictly frugal, and it gives a nice balance of being able to do live up a little bit, l- live it up. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. All right, that makes more sense. All right, so you have thirty percent, and I feel like uh, that's actually a great way to go off of because if you're sitting there like, man, I really want to go to this concert, you can look at okay, well, how, m- how much, how much money, were, you know, mm-hmm. spent this month so far on, on my wants, right? 
and you can look at it and be like, oh, well, I can, uh, I can slip that in there. You know what I mean? I, I got a little money left over for my, for my needs, you know, pocket or whatever. And you can go out and live and live and have a good time. And then 20% you put away for, for a rainy day, you put into maybe if your, your um, employer offers a 401 or, or maybe if you want to play in the stock market or like we said earlier, invest into your dreams a little bit, invest into some things like ideas that you have and everything. So I, I actually really, really like that. So it's a great point that you bring up. And, and I, I think, like you said, it, it gives you a great kind of way to, to manage your money. If you're not the best with managing your money and you feel like you're spending so much, you're not saving enough or you're saving too much, not living up enough. So I actually really like that, uh, that rule that you brought up. Yeah. And, and it is a very, um, basic and easy way just to get a, get a grasp of, uh, where your money goes and change its course of direction in, into the right place. Um, I, w- I will add this. When you actually break down the figures, it will seem maybe to those that uh, are, are already living on their own, impossible. Um, I'm not going to break the figures on. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to break the figures down right here, right now. But if you apply the 50-30-20 rule to your finances before you move out, it is a lot easier than if you were to try to apply it once you're already living on your own. Because once you're living on your own, you've already distributed your money in places where, oh, maybe it was a good idea to put it there, but oh, a bad one there. So it's already distributed to your, uh, and specialized to to you. And trying to change the course or actually seeing how much has needs or should be saved it is a little hard. So, I mean, for those who are already living on their own, definitely try to make it a goal or, um, yeah, goal or mo- motivation to try to push your money into those avenues of the 50, 30, 20, and you'll find yourself being a, a bit more comfortable um, at the month in and month out. Yeah, and I, like I said, it gives you a great basic understanding of, of where you want to go and, and kind of a great um, – it gives you a great rule of thumb to go off of, and, and it's great to have it maybe while you're living at home with your parents, and maybe they're, they're helping you out with some things. So that way when it's time for you to, you know, they throw you out the nest, it's time for you to go and do your own thing, you've got that in the back of your mind. Like, okay, well, I've done this before. I've managed this before. I can do this, right? And, and who knows? Maybe it'll help you in the long run. And there's so many different budget rules and, and you can go out there and research and look into. And I think a, a great way maybe to start instead of, like picking a rule, obviously great, right? But maybe if you want to kind of customize your own rule, put, you know, get a piece of paper, an Excel sheet, whatever you want to do, right? And let's go, okay. The month's over, right? We're in a brand new month. It's the first. Last month, right? How much did I spend on wants? How much did I spend on needs? How much did I put away for a rainy day, right? And maybe you thought that that was a great month, and you're like, yeah, I, I, I was, I, I had a lot of money. You know, I did well with my money last month. Everything was good. I was able to do what I needed to do. You know, and then you could put that and make your own budget rule out of it, or you could be like, you know what, last month ugh, money was really tight. You know, there was there's a lot of things that came up that uh, I just really struggled with, and you can be like, okay, well maybe I wasn't the best with my money here. Maybe I spent a little, you know, a few, few extra dollars here on once. Okay, well, what if I pocketed that, put that somewhere else? Where could that lead me? So then you can make your own budget rules based around, you know, your life and everything and, and your spending habits. And, and I think that that right there 
is a great start just to get going with it. Yeah, have fun with it. Personalize it. I say the 50-30-20. It's cliche, but it works. You know, it's it's a good fundamental basis. That's not to say that, you know, like like Tyler said, there's there's many different plans out there, you know, much more aggressive to much more passive. Uh, It's... It's your lifestyle that you um, need to account for and um, personalize it uh, um, as you wish. Um, And once again, you know, no budget is the right one. You know, it's subjective to your lifestyle. And it's just up to you to figure out, again, how you live and what works for you. Yeah. And... And regardless of a budget rule, you right, you may have a great one that works for you and just, you know, you've been doing it for months. It's, it's a great, great way of doing things. And sometimes there's those months where, especially around December, things just <laughs> get tough, right? Just money's getting thrown out the door. And and those are kind of those moments where you want to be in that, that, um, that characterization of being a little bit more, you know, frugal with your money and saving a little bit more because when those months come around, I know when I know December is coming around, I'm like, Oh man, maybe let me try to spend a little bit less this week and next week and the week after that, maybe let me try to save my, my paycheck up a little bit more than usual. But you know, and, and sometimes rainy days do come and, and it, like we said earlier, it's great to have that money set aside for when it happens, you know, but by having a budget rule and by having a way to, to successfully manage your money to your standards and, and to your spending habits, it'll greatly benefit you in the long run, I find. And, and I know that I've, I've done some personally where at every day I had a calendar, a whiteboard, right? A little whiteboard calendar on my wall. <sighs> I had to take a breath there, Jesus. I had a little whiteboard calendar on the wall, right? And every day if I spent money, I would write down on my calendar, negative $30, negative 25 bucks, negative whatever, right? And every time I got paid, I put how much I got paid that way, you know, or that week. So then at the end of the month, I'd calculate how much I spent and that's how much I made and what the difference was. I put down, you know, in, in the month of November, I had a plus 100 differential, right? I had $100 more than I spent. Then December, I was in the negatives, you know. So by, by doing these little things, it was able to help me greatly be like, okay, well, you know, I need to be a little bit better with my money. I need to find a better way to manage it and, and find my own spending habit and find a way to, to categorize my own. Yeah, so as you can see, there are many ways to manage your money. Um, but please don't get stressed about it. Don't don't get stressed out ov- over it. Yes, money is a very stressful <laughs> thing. However, you know, a- at least you're putting in the effort to look into it. I, I'm a big number numbers guy myself. It is always fun to run numbers and budgets. With other people's money, <laughs> not your own. But um, yeah, j- just by looking at your own finances, you are probably better than fifty percent of the other people out there. Oh, easily, yeah, for sure. Easily. And by doing that simple task of just even looking at where your money's going, you'll you'll be able to determine, um, be able to live a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, and, and I think a great killer is a lot of people aren't taught these things um, at home. You know, and a lot of people like to complain, even in school, it's not really taught, you know, and, and especially around those those years where you get old enough where you can get a credit card. I know a lot of kids will be like, oh, man, I got a credit card. Oh, I got a $500 limit. Oh, you know what I'm doing. 
And I didn't realize, man, Maxed. I only <laughs> get paid $200 a month. I've already spent 400 this month. How am I going to pay that off? And, and uh, as much as people will tell you, hey, you know, pay your things off on time. Hey, don't do this. Hey, don't do that. It's all going to come down to you living it and you learning from it. Because, look, no one's perfect with their money. Everyone's made mistakes with their money. And when you make a mistake and you spend a lot of money, you're like, oh, man, why did I buy, you know, $300 skates, right? I only used them once. Hey, you know what? Yeah, it was a bad investment, but you learn from it. It's like, no, next time, hey, let me, maybe not, let's not do that, right? Maybe only use $300 to invest in myself and, and work at something that I enjoy personally and that I love. So, you know what? When, when you make a bad investment, when you make a, a, you know, when you spend a lot of money on something that you find stupid later on, it's okay. Just learn from it, bounce back, and, and be better the next time. We're all going to make mistakes. And that's all about just learning along the way. And, and hey, that's what life is. It's all one big learning experience, especially with money. And remember, there's always money to be made. Everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's money to be made. Let that mind flow. Let that mind work. Go find you some side hustles and, and just use your strengths to make you money. Right? Plant that seed and let that seed turn into a tree and let that shade from the leaves <laughs> keep you cool on a hot day you know what i mean use that brain of yours and and just understand there's money everywhere all right see you next time